Welcome to the 301 Podcast, the interview podcast for the hottest up-and-coming entrepreneurs, artists, and creators. Real, authentic, and inspiring. And here is your host, Marcus Engel. Let's get it started in 301. Welcome back to the 301 Podcast. In this episode, I talk to none other than the artist Laura Herse. We had a really wonderful conversation. We talked about her upbringing, when she finally owned to say that she is an artist. We talked about different styles of drawing. We talked about that creativity is a muscle. And last but not least, we talked about a very interesting project about grounding yourself. Let's get straight into it in 3-0-1. Today, we take another turn into the artistic world. We have creative art director and artist Laura Herse on our microphones. Laura, welcome to the 301 podcast. Hi. Today, we're recording the podcast on a late Tuesday afternoon, evening, gray and cold outside in Amsterdam. Are you more a morning person or an evening person? <laughs> What a smooth, <laughs> smooth way to yeah. Well, I'm going to say both because I have many identities and some fit the morning and some fit the evening. <laughs> so yeah, all the morning things I like to do in the morning. <laughs> But I'm, I'm, I would say creatively, I work best in the morning. I think at 11, I'm on my creative peak. Mm -hmm. And then I'm not a night artist. Okay. Although I've done many all-nighters while in school, but that was just because I need a extreme deadline. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then, now I'm a little bit better, but still, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this morning? This morning? Was a m morning identity or evening identity? Well, I'm still in the beginning of the evening. Well, this, so you don't know what's coming. I don't know. <laughs> this is, um, it's already quite an active evening to have this podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's only the start. Yeah. If you would go to a hotel, uh, sometimes when you go to a hotel, you have to check in and they ask for your uh, occupation. What would you write into that? Do they? Well, uh, oh. they, you used to do that more back in the days. It's, a, it's an old question from back in the days. Oh, interesting. Um, what I would say, I would probably always say art director in those kind of settings because I think for some questionnaires artists can be a bit suspicious <laughs> so then I would go for the more sort of um yeah solid answer interesting because yeah. I expected this answer so this was also asking that yeah um because I found out the with like my own experiences like interviewing artists that uh, to call yourself an artist is quite a big burden maybe or like a, um, I don't know it's like a title that you need to deserve do you think that's the case well that I think that has been the most difficult part of being an artist or yes yeah, saying that what is interesting I had this conversation with someone recently about that I um At some point when I lived in Paris, um, I started saying that thanks to also a friend of mine who would introduce me like that, which is a very, um, which was a nice lesson in belief. Of course, you need to believe in yourself, but if someone believes in you also, um, that helps. So she would always, yeah, oh, yeah, my artist friend from Amsterdam. And then it's like, oh yeah, artist, um, I can do this, da, da, da. I make drawings, I sell them. Indeed, I am. And then at some point, I stopped doing that. Um, after Paris, I did that for, I don't know, two years, I think. And then I got back here and I got insecure about things and about my work. And, oh, but am I even any good? Should I burn everything? <laughs> and then I, there was a phase when I stopped doing that. And then I don't know what was the switch. Maybe when uh, a relationship ended, <laughs> maybe that had something to do with it. It's <laughs> always the reason for, yeah. for all good changes. That's always the reason. Yeah, yeah. And then I found back my mojo, I think. Super interesting perspective. On your homepage, you are saying, I create worlds and invite people into them. Mm. Um, in which world am I currently meeting you then? Ooh. This is also interesting because my website... Or this text that you uh, read, I mean, I still fully agree with that text, yet I think, think I've evolved in a way. But tonight, 
what world do you meet me? At the moment, I think I want to invite people in to way more into the world that I am instead of an externally made world um, that can be full of or without judgment. And I would love to make people feel they can be exactly who they are and um, feel calm and, and feel joyful. If I can do that, I would ha have a great life mm. <laughs> with anyone I talk to. Yeah, that's true. For me as a child, it was always very difficult to draw in between the lines. Mm -hmm. So I used to, I, my mom always said to me like, oh, you have to be more precise because I was like the one who just drew like over the, the line uh, when I need to color something. Um, now, sometimes I think I'm quite happy that I didn't do that because mm -hmm. I think now there's also quality of mind to throw outside of the lines and mm -hmm. um, I would not want to use the bad word uh, out of the box because mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. um, how was that for you? Like, were you always um, very talented around with the pencil around boxes and coloring or <laughs> well i mean i draw the lines <laughs> there were, are no lines when i start um but i think yeah my, my father used to draw when he was in his 20s and sell his work and my mother was a dancer when she was younger so i think both my parents uh well are very creative and they supported me always My sister is also very good at drawing and we used to draw a lot. And I think she and my father really taught me from a very young age. Yeah. So it was just at home, it was the norm to create all the time or, or make films or plays or just anything. It was, we, yeah, it was, it was crazy mm -hmm. <laughs> in a way in our house and, uh, And everything was possible. So that was really nice. I mean, there are like always this constant um, discussion about nature versus nurturing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you say then like the talent of drawing or this creating was more like nature because that's just who you are and born with? Or was it also because your father was? Yeah, it's a obviously both. Yeah, and I think I probably had a talent, but because it was, I really feel, and that's also what I talk, what I say a lot to people who also want to be more creative in their lives, and they ask me about, uh, or ask me how I learned how to draw, for instance, um, I, I tell them that I never had to relearn being creative because it was always supported also throughout all my teenage years um and when i started working i just always worked creatively and i didn't have to it was never a bad thing to be creative and i think a lot of maybe parents um make kids feel yeah are are a little bit afraid of the uncertainty of a creative job or path and then they discourage it and it's our own fear projected in a way and i think i see that happen a lot and yeah of course it's scary but then you learn to deal to live with that mm. that's true one of the very first interviews that i've done with with uh, 301 was with an art uh, with, an, with a musician um and he was playing the piano and he said the reason why he likes the piano so much is because he has to sit down he has to take the time and then he has to ask the piano if he's allowed to play on it mm. which is still a really really nice sense that uh, comes back in my mind many times yeah. do you remember like a time that you really like consciously like sat down and You said like, now I really want to create, I really want to make art. Um, well, what the interesting thing about that is, is that I think in the beginning, I was way more in this, uh, I had this idea about being inspired. Um, and then that is what, like a lightning bolt, and then you do the work in this kind of craze of inspiration. 
But nowadays, I feel like uh, I'm just trying to be, be become surround myself with inspiring things and experiences and have the inspiration inside of me. And then when I want to make something, I need to get in the right mindset. But also just what he says about the piano, just sit there and put in the hours because working um, is also inspiring by itself. And the, the interesting thing is that when I feel like, when I have an assignment for someone, those are always the, the hardest things to make because then I, when, once I get stuck in my head with what I think they expect, I can't make anything beautiful. And it just, it's a struggle. <laughs> but when I just, when I don't think about it and it's just it's playful and just relaxed as well, you can see that in the lines. Mm. And then I'm I'm always balancing that. But then with the assignments that are for other people, they do bring growth in my style because I always, yeah, I wanna perform more, I think. So it, there's, it's a s struggle, but that's also when you learn the most mm. <laughs> in life. Yeah, and I think it's also then not, not much different to a sports person or to a musician or to any other um, artistic uh, Fully. form uh, yeah. the more you do it the better you get and if you exactly do different things you also yeah. experience maybe and find yourself a little bit more yeah yeah did you know exactly what to do after school like was it for you always clear what to, i wanted to do yeah that like to to become an artist or to to work creatively was that really mm. clear for you or was no that wasn't clear for me when I was in high school. No, because um, none of my friends were doing that. So I felt a little bit different in that sense. A friend of mine wanted, uh, uh, we had like open dagen, uh, you, you go look at different mm. studies and a friend of mine did like economics for um, entrepreneurs, something like that. Um, and that's then I signed up for that as well, but I was <laughs> so bad at economics. <laughs> And I was so uninterested in that topic, but I just didn't really, I was all, yeah, I think I was a bit afraid to pursue that at the time. I didn't really own it. And then at 17, eventually I did. My mom said, why don't you try to go to the Rietveld? And then they uh, took me and I was like, ah, this is makes sense mm. a bit more, but I was too young for the Rietveld, I think. And then all my other friends from high school, they went on to be psychologists. So it's just, uh, yeah, I was uh, the only one to do this. The outcast. The outcast. <laughs> the outcast. Bit, yeah, from high school, yeah, 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 yeah. When did you then get the idea or when did the idea shape for you to say like, well, I think I can really create a business being an artist and become an artist and also perform regularly yeah 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 um so going back to high school actually i did a lot of fashion illustrations and i loved fashion i, st I still do um and that's what i wanted to study then maybe at the rietveld afterwards at amphi for a year is fashion design and always doing that but then i was like i don't want to be a fashion designer but the the thing that holds it all together is drawing in the end, also in art direction, or that's a bit more conceptual. Um, and then I finished this art direction school and I worked at this ag agency for half a year and then I uh, traveled um, the world for half a year. And in San Francisco, I met someone who became a very good friend of mine and he was working as an artist starting also uh, making paintings. And that's when I started to make little drawings and paintings again myself and just see what, how he kind of this more American spirit of just owning it in a way. Mm -hmm. And I think he really inspired me to, or yeah, I saw that you can just do that and find a place where you can exhibit your work and then, yeah, go for that so I think after that half year of traveling I came back and um I met also someone who was like yeah I'm gonna help you I'm gonna help you uh 
organize things. And then my brother had a little event, sort of music event, and I could have my first exhibition. So, mm. so yeah, it's all just pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. We had um, like one of the podcasts. It's not live yet, so uh, <laughs> but it's going to be live in a couple of weeks. Um, I interviewed Victoria, and she created a platform for um, European, Eastern European um, artists to sell their art, basically in uh, uh, Europe. And the interesting part was for me that I never really thought about this: that um, an artist, if he wants to have a business, she called it he needs to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. And yeah. I found it so interesting because, of course, a lot of those artists they just want to focus on the creation mm -hmm. part, mm -hmm. but not on the yeah. business part. Mm -hmm. So, how are you um, handling this? Yeah, that's that's interesting because I think in the last year um that had i had this well this epiphany basically for myself where i was always way more into the romantic art just insp inspiration la 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 um mindset until i just i would always come up with all these different kind of businesses that i could do with my sister or a friend and it's like but somehow i didn't want that i just want to make things for myself and then um i i just like but i already have the product i just need to cut the emotional tie with this image or idea that i have and make a little part of me being an artist way more commercial and just go into printmaking and just make bigger um oplage, what is the word <laughs> Uh, well, if you have prints, yeah. you can make a lot of the sort of the same thing, but they're all still unique. And um, and then they're easy, more easily accessible than a big canvas, for instance. So, and, um, and I also like to make jewelry, which I'm getting more into. And I'm also going to make, uh, or I have made a couple games <laughs> <laughs> um, that I'm also going to put. So I'm actually building a web shop right now nice. with all my different... Project. Yeah, projects, products in a way. Passions. <laughs> Sorry? Passions. Like. Passions, yeah. yeah. Maybe some clothes yeah. at some point as well. So I'm going back to, <laughs> back to fashion design in the end. Yeah, yeah. But that's really nice. I think it's also nice um, that nowadays we don't have to also limit ourselves too much on those um, like parameters like, oh, I'm in fashion or I'm doing art or I'm... Because like then if you look at holistically at the new business you become like a e-commerce uh, owner of different products and different yeah. disciplines and yeah, different yeah. and you can still be creative and sell that and i think that's yeah. really the beauty also with like the easy tools like shopify exactly. and whatever like you can just do it and just set it up so that's amazing exactly. i think yeah exactly yeah and i and i thought to myself i don't know anyone who also sells games and drawings and I was like well then I'll be that person you know mm. I will just create it exactly how I want it so every little experiment I make I can put on there and maybe someone wants a unique piece and then they find what they're looking for mm. how would you describe your artwork I think it's quite minimalistic I like to use one line a lot um But I try to put a lot of emotion or character into this one line that you see. Um, so I try to capture the spirit of either a person sitting across of me, across from me, um, or even a flower or what a, a glass, and put some kind of try to feel what it's about, and then and then take out as many unnecessary lines as possible, and then sort of find the essence mm. what i find from an outside perspective what really stands out for me is that every time when you draw a face um only half the face is yeah. maybe drawn or yeah. not drawn i don't yeah, know yeah yeah um yeah one eye is, yeah, isn't yeah, there is, yeah, yeah yeah one yeah. is really detailed the one yeah. side and one one yeah. is not is there like a reason for it or is it just a style that you found yourself yeah i found i found it and um and i think it's you don't need more sometimes i uh at some point i started doing that and every time i would put a 
second eye, it felt uh, too much. I thought it was <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's of course like very abstract to talk about those kind of things um, well, in, no, in, 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 a, in a way <laughs> but um, like is there something that has like a deeper meaning for you is there something that is like a, a hidden message for you or is it just something that you say like well aesthetically that makes for me much more sense or I've never thought about the deeper meaning <laughs> I've never, but there no, must yeah. be some unconscious uh, deeper meaning hmm I mean, sure, yeah, two eyes. But if I, if you look at someone, everyone has a dominant eye, for instance. Um, maybe I pick those as well without knowing. And maybe that's already shows enough of that person. And as I told you, like I tried to take away as, as much of the fuzz um, around a person. Mm. But that's also what I like to do in in person <laughs> with a person <laughs> try to take away the barriers in a way mm. and uh yeah i think just the essence is interesting to me super interesting and i mean i think we have to leave that also open because we definitely will not have like a definite answer and we leave that to the to the art critics in 100 years to yeah. uh, sit in front <laughs> yeah. of the, the yes, painting and yes. think about the deeper yeah, meaning yeah, yeah. of like what did laura <laughs> what did she want to say that 2022 what was yeah. it <laughs> turned out her ink was uh, finished <laughs> <laughs> okay. would you say that you found yourself already as an artist like you're found myself yeah, like a, your particular style? Mm, well, style-wise, it's always um, developing, which is also difficult because I think I made a lot of these faces and then um, people would recognize that. But then I'm, I want to, you know, make big big abstract paintings without lines and then I, f I feel like I can't do that because then it's people don't recognize it's mine. So I also want to kind of break the barriers there for myself and uh, keep evolving and changing. Um, but what I am, apart from the lines or whichever medium I use, I'm very interested in showing the inside of um, a person or whatever it is on the outside. And this is also the grounding pro project um, that I did. I, last year about the feet um, where I'm interested in what goes in what goes on inside what you're feeling and how that's shown on the outside and that I want to make that's the most interesting to me and it, also for a new project that I want to just make so many so many portraits maybe thousands in the next 50 years, I don't know, I, I can't get enough of it basically. And I'm so interested to know, to first talk to a person and know their preferences, their favorite colors, their favorite shapes, um, and put them in this portrait and show something that goes on inside, on the outside. Um, yeah, and I'm interested in, interested in how the body shapes itself, forms itself. Um, yeah, as a result of someone's life mm. and feelings and emotions, <laughs> experiences, traumas. Yeah. It's so interesting that for you, a lot of your projects have to be really connected to a, a person, like to... A subject. Yeah. 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 So it's, it doesn't matter if it's like a, a flower or anything, but you always kind of like see this flower more as a like lively uh, object yeah. subject whatever like yeah fully telling a story which telling is quite interesting story. yeah yeah how would you define creativity for yourself mm. well i think creativity is one of my core values for sure um and i think it's it's uh <laughs> it's a lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> word that popped up um so the more i think oscar wilde said that the more the more uh you can't use up creativity the more you use the more you have and i kind of like the idea of 
or the dynamic of creativity, it's, I think it has a lot to do with uh, faith, zelfvertrouwen, trust in yourself, um, that you can, and it's also a muscle. So, um, and I think this is what I told you about a lot of people that are sort of discouraged to, to be creative. Um, uh, yeah, don't trust in this muscle that everyone has, all kids are creative. Like we're all creative when we're born. And then um, I think other things are a bit more, um, how do you say that? Uh, yeah, people are pushed into different kinds of uh, roads than the road of cre creativity and especially living from creativity. Mm. But I think to have a strong creative muscle, uh, it's the, it's, worth more than gold it's um the richest life possible so you can create anything you want if i want to have a crazy dinner experience with this and that and belly dancer whatever i can think of i trust that i can make that in fact i do and so i i i don't need a lot of other people to do that for me. So that's freedom. But but do you think it's a it's a skill to to learn or it's something that Yeah, fully. Yeah, no, it's a muscle. You can train it. Yeah, just every that's what I s tell people who want to uh, get better at drawing and I'm, I just tell them just draw an ugly flower every day. Like it doesn't matter if it's pretty, it doesn't matter as long as you do it and then you get better and better and better and better or start with a cup, you know, something really simple and then leave it like that. You have to do it every day and then just like, I don't know, weight training, <laughs> mm -hmm. you want to get more muscles. It's the same, it's just with a pencil. Mm. Yeah. That's really interesting. How does a, how does a creative process work for you? Mm creative process um what well, depends on, on on the kind of uh, assignment of course but for instance i'm going to make a mural um this week in a restaurant really really large mural and um so yeah this is an assignment that i want to uh and they have specific ideas they want to and then they have this yeah and then they come up with some images that they like and I just start yeah I just need to start sketching um because then I get inspired then I see what works then I get the lines right and um so truly the creative process is just starting <laughs> but is it then if if we if we talk in a uh, you said like it's like training with weight it's a muscle yeah um And of course, uh, if you have, if you talk to athletes, they also have like the muscle memory where they know exactly how to use a muscle to have yeah. the perfect angle to jump yeah. into a pool or to yeah. throw something. Do you then also have this muscle memory that you can say, I know exactly what I need to do to also Get. be th that creative? Mm. Or is it also so, like something that has to happen around you that... So is it entirely you that you know exactly to deliver creativity exactly on point or is it also like maybe more than that? I think um, the, 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 yeah, the more I train, the more I do, the, I, I feel every day still I'm getting better at putting down a good line. Um, so I'm getting more and more good at it still. And I think so many years before I felt everything around me had to be a certain way to find this piece to do this. And now I can easily, more easily get into a certain kind of state of mind where I'm just, yeah, making, yeah. And also mu muscle memory, definitely in my, in my hands, just, I know how to put down the line. Yeah. I, I just know how this line goes. Mm. I just know how to make lines. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> that's my thing. I know how to make lines. Yeah, that's, which is really ridiculous. That, <laughs> that. That's next time you you can put that on your occupation. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to make lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a line maker. No, yeah. but um, 
I don't know if it if 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 the the, the answer satisfies me. No, no, no. <laughs> but, um, but but it's um, because for, for for me, for example, like this morning, I stood up way later than I wanted. I got like going way later than I wanted, and then it was like twelve o'clock, and I knew I have at six o'clock I have a podcast today. I need to bring out the dog, and there were so many things on my head. But I know exactly what I need to do yeah. to get myself going. I know exactly. I need to look at the objectives and goals that I want to reach for this year. I need to put on a certain music and I need yeah. to read one sentence, yeah, which is no, in the objectives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that gets me going because I know this is the safe sentence that's like, okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah, need yeah. this now. Yeah. It's, so some rituals in a way. Yeah, but, but do you have that as well that you, that, because I think sometimes you have yeah. that, that, like yeah. with a project, yeah. it yeah. flows. You just yeah. go yeah, and yeah, you yeah. go for it. But sometimes a, you need these little. Yeah. Um, in that in that case, there yeah there um, well, but it's interesting for for <laughs> for a long time, and still this is a hack that I do, uh, and we're going to the spiritual spiritual realm a little bit. I'm also interested in astrology, and in my chart I don't have a lot of fire, and um, so and these are the elements. So I always thought to myself, what I need to do, and fire is about energy and sort of go get. Um, and I was like, okay, what I need to do is I just need a warm drink and put on some incense and some candles. So these are all sort of fire things <laughs> in the room. Mm -hmm. And they would be like sort of something that helped me, um, help me to s stay in that chair mm -hmm. and not float around. So I, I definitely did those things and I do them less and less because it's easier to get into this zone, I guess. Um, but they were hacks that I did a lot. And yeah, then also, and, and, yeah. and you become more trained. And then I think this is yeah. the interesting part yeah. that um, yeah. I find really like intriguing that um, as a creative person, a lot of times I think we see artists from an outside of like, you would look and you would bike in Amsterdam like romantically and then you see like at four o'clock in the night this artist drawing because yeah, he has yeah, this yeah, creative yeah, flow, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that there's so like also refreshing that you know that is also just work that you say like well this is my work well, I, it is I, have work. To, yeah. I have to perform yeah. and i perform and i do yeah. it well and yeah. i think this sometimes yeah. a little bit the, yeah. a misconception about artists in, yeah. in, 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 a, in a way yeah. yeah but also i had that a lot for a long time in a way also about myself that i was still sort of attached to this i this more romantic idea that you just sketched and I think once I really started to let that go and just see this, okay, I have this skill and um, how can I access it as quick as possible and as successful as possible and be, and that just gives me so much time in return mm. where I can play more because truly it's just playing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. That's so amazing. <laughs> Um, you mentioned it previously uh, a couple of minutes ago already. Um, you talked about your feed project. And the, the funny thing yeah. about the feed project is that the first time that I um, recognized you or like you you popped on my radar is you threw the feed of our mutual friend Oscar, oh, who yeah. is also on the podcast, Luis yeah, Antimor, yeah, the yeah, diehard yeah. stable remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then okay, wait, what is going on here? <laughs> and, and then a couple of weeks later i walked through your exhibition but you were not there oh um, yeah you so you went yeah, yeah. oh that's so, I so nice i walked through like with oscar and then he's like oh yeah that's like this oh, that's amazing exhibition. okay now you have to tell us <laughs> what 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 was this project about about drawing feet about having an exhibition <laughs> of 75 feet hang up 100, on 100 <laughs> feet uh, hung up on a wall uh, yeah, what yeah, was this yeah. about yeah so um also going back to astrology that was uh, not last August, but the August before that, I started seeing um, this astrologer who's also a family friend. So she's a bit like an aunt. And we were talking about, um, well, she told me, it's like, you need to ground yourself. She looked at my chart, she's like, you need to learn how to ground yourself. So, okay, I don't know what you mean. And she's like, well, what you have to do is you have to start paying attention to your feet. So you're just gonna look at your feet, be aware of your feet, get a massage, uh, draw them, whatever. So okay, okay, feet, well, fine. And then I thought about that same summer that I spoke with my dad, who used to be, uh, be an artist as well, and he, well, he still is, of course. And um, 
was like, Dad, I really want to learn how to draw hands and feet because I would always make drawings and then hide an arm behind the back because then I didn't have to do that. And he's like, well, you just have to start with a hundred of each because that's a very good way to to have a, a good start, basically. Not at all perfect. But. So I had this a number of hundred in my head and I had to learn about grounding, whatever. And I was a bit like, okay, well, you know what? I'm just going to draw a foot. And then, so I lived with my brother. It's like, uh, Ali, can I draw your foot? And um, he put it down and I drew it on the ground, big piece of paper with a permanent marker, which I never used, but it felt like it was also a study. So I could make mistakes and it was kind of a, a solid material, unforgiving. And, um, and then when I was doing that, all these questions popped up about... Um, so, and these were the questions that I asked everyone after these sessions. First one was, do you feel grounded at the moment and why? Second one, uh, when do you feel most grounded? Third one is, what do you do when you want to ground yourself? And the last one was, is there someone you think is really grounded and why? Mm. It's kind of from all these different perspectives. So I wrote that down and that was really kind of interesting. I was like, oh, well. Now I get a little bit more what this might be about, this grounding feeling. And then um, and then all the friend, friends that came over to my house um, had to show their feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, they were asked and they all wanted to participate. And then I asked the same questions. And I, I just saw this kind of red line connecting everything. And that was super interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. What what was the thing that you like we uh, like the maybe the learnings of drawing hundred feet? Um, well, there's so so many learnings, and this is also what I was telling you about how I'm so interested in the hidden. Um, is that when 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 I started kind of doing this session? So I did a lot of the project at the Herengracht actually, where we also had the exhibition in the end and um i would a session would go as follows it would take an hour in total or something this person that whose feet i was going to draw they could sit wherever they wanted however they wanted so they made that choice and i started seeing and then i would just sit on the, like sit on the ground with this piece of paper and and draw their feet and um That was already the most interesting thing because very quickly, because the, the first question is, um, do you feel grounded at the moment and why? And I started noticing everyone who that had two feet on the ground uh, felt grounded. And people that would put their feet over over the chair or in the, sort of in the air didn't feel grounded. And um, and that was that was super interesting. So that was the first thing I noticed. And then at some point someone came in, he's the boyfriend of my friend, and he he just feels so solid and so grounded. But what he did, he put his, his feet, he, he took another chair and he put his feet like up on the chair and then with the soles of his feet towards me. And I was like, but they're in the air. Uh, my whole theory is gone because he, I'm certain he feels grounded and he did feel grounded. Um, and, and also, is there someone you think, you think is really grounded? And he said himself. So yeah, <laughs> that was for sure. But when I, what I saw, what I also saw in this drawing was his feet were so relaxed and showing the soles of your feet is really being comfortable showing yourself. And that's what I noticed later on, because this was still like for 20 or something. Later on, that everyone who showed the, the soul of their feet, they were very comfortable with me, were also good friends of mine, and people who were just very grounded naturally, mm. um, which was sort of a confidence thing. It's like, I have nothing to hide. So that was also interesting. And also, he decided to get a chair, and he started to create and play, because he, he was like, I'm going to think out, outside the box or outside, draw outside the lines. And... Um, And create. And the thing is, when you feel grounded, you're in a position of endless possibilities, of playfulness, of creativity, because you feel strong and confident. Mm. 
So it's a nice place. <laughs> it's nice to feel grounded. What is really interesting, I think, is that also if you look at the physiology physio physiology of the body, mm -hmm. uh, the feet mm -hmm. with all the reflective zones, mm -hmm. like you can basically also reach all everything in your body like by pressing a certain yeah the reflexology yeah. yeah 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 so that's also yeah. really interesting that like this no, kind absolutely. of how this is uh yeah connected yeah um you also said a famous sentence with, which was feet speak the truth yeah i just wanted to um to tell you about that actually because <laughs> i i was speaking that was also in the beginning still uh to this girl um We were philosophizing a little bit, so I was still, I mean, this whole project was, of course, also my own discovery um, and also a study. So the first foot was the beginning of me learning how to do that, and the end were my own feet. And uh, so there was this whole progress. Anyhow, so in the beginning, we were kind of talking about what, what it meant, all the different positions and, and uh, ways feet show themselves. And... Um, And it was with this girl that it's like, yeah, feet, they are honest. They tell the truth because a face uh, can lie. A face can laugh when um, th they don't think something is funny or they can manipulate a little bit or um, well, you, could, you can put on a face on your mask, uh, a mask on your face. And hands, um, I think they are a bit sh like show offs or for the show, you know, they make everything uh, uh like bigger, they're storytellers basically. But feet, they really show how a person's feeling. And I mean, I, I've learned so much about it also. You stand towards, usually you point your feet towards the person you like most if you're in a group of people. Um, and yeah, classic sort of shy feet that point inward or just yeah or fidgety feet if someone's nervous mm. and usually people are not aware of this giveaway <laughs> that i've definitely discovered that mm. it just shows everything yeah yeah that's true was there an experience that you did not expect to get out of it or learning uh, well the thing is i wasn't expecting anything so it was just what i Mm. Well, what I didn't expect maybe was how how much everyone has in common. And everyone has the potential to become the most grounded person. It's all about awareness. And some people come in and they know all the things. Some people uh, come in and they they're just me asking these questions and they're like they didn't know what it what it meant as i didn't um but then slowly finding it's like okay yeah no when when do you feel most grounded it's like well i i don't know what grounding means but i feel very good when i cook uh like a big dinner for a lot of people well then that is also a way you do that and then to kind of find a psychological Uh, development, even someone could share with me in one little session, uh, that was just beautiful. I think that was the, the best thing, just to be in contact with these people and them trusting me and sort of a beautiful, intimate moment. I think that mm. was, uh, yeah, I mean, I loved doing this project. It's like a, almost like a psychological or psychological study in the end. yeah or a therapeutic artistic experience in mm. a way for for other people as well mm. yeah did you have a misconception about crowning yourself well about like crowning mm. and you got kind of mm, maybe got to experience what it really means to 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 crown yourself or was it more something that kind of was a matching like perception that you had like I, i think this is what crowning means and mm. then you just talked with 100 people and you think yeah that's no, kind of what i expected no the fir first i think it was definitely uh i didn't had no clue it was such a question mark which you need to learn to ground yourself yeah what does that mean um does it mean that i have to 
stand in the mud, it could. And the thing is, it's a whole spectrum. It's basically grounding yourself, just being aware of all the things you like to do for yourself. I call it touch base with yourself. Um, saying no is a very good way to ground yourself. Um, and that's what I loved about the the skill of the project is that there were a couple themes that stood out, being in nature, being around animals. There was a lot of cooking, um, being with loved ones, um, writing. It's, yeah, just very uh, kind of usual suspects. Mm -hmm. But I think the more you know which things work for you, um, the more you can ground yourself consciously because it's just about awareness. Mm. Knowing, oh, I do this not to please someone else, no, I do it for me, so I say no. With that no, you create space for yourself, you do your thing, and you feel good. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And if I would ask the last question back to you. What grounds me? Yeah, or what, what I think the last question is, what do you need to do when you ground yourself? Yeah, so what I do, so the last um, feet that I drew were my own, so number 100, um, and I drew them on the floor, so they're still there somewhere. And I wrote, of course, the whole interview um, on one of the walls with myself. So um, I do so many things, and I think every, like the more you, You're aware of the things that ground you, the whole spectrum uh, diversifies. Anyhow, what I really love to do is um, take a, a bath, a long bath, um, read, um, write, sing, dance, walk my dog, cuddle my dog, <laughs> cuddle my loved ones, tell them I love them, um, sleep or not. <laughs> um, what else do I do? Well, yeah, walk in nature, for sure, very good way. Um, crying, well, if that, it's if it's necessary. I mean, it's, and, and I think also a lot has to do with me learning way more how to deal with my emotions and to know what to do with them and to express that emotion well. Mm. So not hold anything in and then, so yeah, if uh, crying is as good as laughing, it's the same, uh, it should be the same weight. Um, yeah, cooking can be grounding, um, drawing, of course, <laughs> painting, painting walls, making murals is maybe the most grounding thing mm. possible. It's the, the best. I love it so much. Yeah. Interesting. Do, is it sometimes difficult for you to switch off my grounding <laughs> no not, not the grounding but but in general because like huh. um it seems that you have so many creative outlets that um maybe even reading mm -hmm. can become a way to not switch off but to yeah. have like this outlet of creativity mm. so then like this really like switching off part where you're like okay i can really relax yeah 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 it's uh, maybe difficult yeah so in a way i'm always um i'm always working or always getting inspiration or something but i think i'm very good at relaxing actually <laughs> although mm, i'm not like a hyper uh workaholic i think um but going on a holiday for instance and Just consuming, I don't like that. So I like to create. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't like to just consume. Became like part of your identity then. Also the creation part in the end. Yeah, yeah, maybe. To always be creating, yeah. <laughs> Which is really nice, you yeah. know. I, I think there's nothing to... Yeah. When was the last time you gave yourself a compliment? Oh, I give myself a lot of compliments. You do? Yeah. Okay. I also wink at myself in the mirror. <laughs> Or yeah, you look you look hot look or good. something. Yeah. Um because I find that quite interesting. I just need to check where I wrote it down. You said before mm. um that 
like I'm very good in writing and then you you say okay yeah but if I can say that about uh, myself yeah, yeah, that I'm yeah. very good yeah, yeah, um, yeah and I found it quite interesting because um I think that's also about like complimenting yeah, yourself yeah, and complimenting yeah, yeah, your yeah, own yeah, work yeah, yeah so that's why I asked this question I was like when yeah, was the yeah, last yeah. time you gave yourself a compliment yeah because it seemed like that uh oh yeah that I would I think uh downplay your downplay yeah and it's nice that you come back to that it's interesting because I have writing ambitions but okay. I'm not um you know, with drawing, I know I can make a good drawing, but with writing, I'm still a bit like a deer on the ice or whatever <laughs> that metaphor is. Um, so I'm still, I feel I need to or want to uh, explore that more and become more confident in, in that area. I know, I, no, I, I know I have writing talent, let's put it that way, but mm -hmm. I think... Um, to make like a solid piece um, or write a, a solid story. It's, uh, yeah, maybe it's just going to happen one day mm -hmm. and it's just going to pour out um, as all the little stories and things I've done. But uh, yeah, there will there will be writing coming <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so, um, so it doesn't deserve a wink yet from you, the, the so, writing. Sorry, the, the writing doesn't deserve a wink yet from you. <laughs> a wink? Yeah. Oh, no, it does. It, it does. does. Okay, yeah, it has it. a couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is, is it an e easy for you to be proud of yourself? That's a good question. I think for for projects, um, I, when it's finished, I, I for a long time, I've kind of this... Uh, I, need, I didn't want to have a lot to do with them anymore. And I think I should be prouder of myself and celebrate these things more. I would just like move on immediately. But I uh, that's a good reminder. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, I should. Mm, yeah. Definitely. So for a long time, I and I didn't really feel it. So I had some issues there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I think everyone, everyone does. And I think... Um, a couple of days ago, I, I read something so simple and so stupid, but then it sometimes reminds you. Um, it said, um, remember that uh, something that you once wanted, you really yeah. have and to basically appreciate it. I don't yeah, really yeah. know exactly the, the So you're now wh where you want it to be, basically. Exa exactly. But now yeah. you have already the other yeah. goal. And yeah. it's yeah. most of the time very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I do think if you really want something, then you can also yeah. achieve it in one way or another even yeah. if it diverts yeah. yeah sometimes yeah sometimes like what i like to do also do just this sort of gratefulness practice and just think about everything that <laughs> i'm grateful for and that um send such a that's a very good way to ground myself actually as well just gives me this shiver of good vibes in my body and it makes me not worry about anything but what I usually focus on are, you know, the the my loved ones and um, and a warm bed that I can sleep in, etc. But actually, I should attach to that um, my yeah my creativity mm. that I enjoy so much that I'm very grateful for that. We talked before also a little bit about artists and uh, naming yourself artists or not yeah, um, yeah how would you like to be perceived um yeah as an artist i think yeah yeah that's really nice <laughs> why do you respond like that <laughs> no because i think um i think it's nice if people find exactly like what they want to to be mm. because i think it's very hard um in nowadays mm. it's got in the new time like what you what do you want to be right yeah because um if you look at the like back in the days when it was mm -hmm. about maybe more simple jobs mm -hmm. then you were like a butcher or you were a carpenter or that's what you like yeah. the job became your yeah. identity yeah. even sometimes yeah. Yeah. it became the your uh, your name like yeah. we, we have yeah. the, the yeah. last names yeah. you know was like i don't know yeah, the, right. was the name yeah. so it yeah, became literally exactly. part of our like identity yeah. of our families over generations yeah but i think we don't really have this anymore because yeah. um what who are what are you the global vice president yeah. of you know yeah. the chief of chief yeah. happiness officer <laughs> yeah, you know fully, what i mean fully. so so 
I really like when you say mm. I want to be perceived as an artist and then it's really something this this is what you are and what you become yeah yeah that's I, yeah that's very interesting <laughs> how you explain that as well um it makes me think of why artists and also because i have very a lot of different disciplines that i'm interested in doing and i always and for a long time i also struggled with choosing one or um becoming a lot of slashes or whatever and i mean i, I but now i feel artist can be just this umbrella it's a word for me that contains everything so i can write something and be an artist i can make drawings and paintings and uh i can make clothes and they can still be art mm. so i feel that that is just sort of the heck <laughs> The heck? <laughs> yeah, just the, like the bit, the easiest one, one because every can everything can fall under it. I think. Mm. Is there is there something that people misunderstand about you? Ooh, that's such a good question. Well, I think in the past, I would have thought that people would see one side of me and then miss miss another part but now i really know that everyone sees a completely different part that there is so many identities flying around of, of me of everyone basically um so they're just gonna see what they want to see anyway so i think the moment that i really started to kind of let go of judging or controlling myself and my surroundings. I also started letting go of how people perceive me more. And because if I want to be creative and just do my thing and shape the world how I want it for myself, um, I can't do that if I um, am, am busy and afraid of what others are thinking. Hmm. So the more I work on letting that go, then uh, yeah, if people if people only see one thing, it's it's just what they want to see, and mm. I don't I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, but it's true. <laughs> like I, I I completely agree. Is that an also something um, like somewhere a place where you can be completely yourself? Alone, of course. Alone, I'm. But that's it. Like, but that's also interesting. Yeah, but so alone, but then that I, I think about this a lot and I talk about it a lot um, as well, because when I'm alone, I'm with me. And that is already a place, a dynamic. Um, but I, like, I see myself as an ingredient of an, an energetic uh, ingredient and you are as well and now we're both in this room and we have a certain kind of flavor together and when I'm alone I'm just my flavor and I'm not mixed with anything else and then when I'm with my brother or even when I'm cuddling with my dog it's a little bit different so there is no one identity for no one i think it's all well especially well for <laughs> to talk about me it's um i don't have one identity i know there are moments when i'm i feel freer i feel less judged so i feel freer to express myself in ways um with certain people and i think that's just more fun because it's more relaxed and it's more playful for everyone. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm going to be different alone as I think everyone is and it's fine. I don't have to be this, the same. I, I frankly, I don't want to. Mm. I love to also tap into uh, be, yeah, just be surprised by another person and feel th them and what are they about? And then experience that part of life instead of being very rigid about me mm. and also i think it's a little bit um maybe a metaphor to the hands right because <laughs> i think that the identity that we have is also a little bit like this show of who we want to be in mm. this 
like moment mm -hmm. but when you're with yourself it's just you yeah well it's you and your thoughts yeah. really and that is um i think that is the the, the biggest battle people have to uh, face is um yeah the battle with the voices in their head <laughs> mm. and they uh yeah you can either have a very very fun time with yourself or it's going to be terrible and um i have fortunately also put in a lot of work but i think naturally it was always i kind of like to be my myself as well but i worked a lot on um making my inner world or the voices in my head uh be very nice to me mm. and i think also this grounding project has also been a part of that and um yeah affirmation certain nlp trainings uh just really believing in that i am good and i'm worthy mm. and yeah basically that's it beautiful message <laughs> and everyone is that's the thing everyone is and uh, not everyone believes it because because of the child voices. of childhood la 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 blah, blah and yeah and if, when people say put in the work it's literally the work of repeating this stuff in a certain way all the time and then slowly you're believing it hmm. belief is a very interesting topic as well <laughs> That's a very interesting topic. <laughs> Could probably talk another yeah. hour about this. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, th I think we we went quite quite deep, uh, and I think also enough deep for the people also to to to, <laughs> to, 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 to still follow uh, our two ingredients um, and our two flavors that we mixed. Mm. I have one question before my my final three questions. Um, what what does the future look like for you? Mm. for the, the next um we heard the e-commerce shop is coming up yeah um but what are the next big milestones for you that you want to achieve <laughs> well i where, want to conquer the world of where course do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um what i want to achieve is well i want to i want to live abroad a lot um but i want to do this uh whilst having this well, basically web shop that I want to create um, a frame for myself um, that gives me grounding as well. But with that set, I feel that I can just move any place, um, be there for a while, draw people, have an exhibition, um, but be, be free and uh, experience the whole world. And through that, um, I also want to uh, eventually have a house in France mm. that I uh, want to make a sculpture garden in or next to. And uh, we used to have a house in France, a family house. Fortune was sold a couple of years ago. But um, I would love to create a place like that again. And... Um, create a world and invite people in it oh, wow <laughs> the, yes and the, the, the loop is closed <laughs> perfect yes. um amazing i think it was a really um amazing episode uh, an episode that will keep me probably awake half an hour longer <laughs> um, <laughs> half an hour <laughs> yeah, 45 minutes, come 45 on. minutes. <laughs> um about uh, yeah starting very young as an artist uh, that you are always on creative. Uh, I think those were the, from so many different disciplines, from fashion, from music, from drawing, from, from yeah, a lot of things, writing, of mm -hmm, course, you cannot mm -hmm, forget. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, the project about crowning, which mm -hmm. I found really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I learned a lot. Um, and I think everyone who will listen will also learn a lot about the topic of crowning. <laughs> um, before we leave off, I always have three final questions. Mm -hmm. Um, the first question is, what are you not very good at right now and you want to become better at? Um, I would say painting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I really, really want to make big canvases, big, big, big paintings. And just, I'm so comfortable with this little, tiny little ink pen and, um, and the lines that it creates. And I still can't make them the same with paint. Uh, maybe I don't have to do that, 
but I really want to be really good at painting. Okay, yeah. nice. Uh, which title would you give this chapter of your life? Oh, oh, this is the this is the best um, the chapter of this part of life. It feels like the beginning. It feels like the beginning. Okay, the beginning. We'll take that. <laughs> Um, and the last question is, if you could send an SMS to every mobile phone in the world, what would you say? Ah, I would say you're good. You're good? Yeah, you are good. Perfect. Yeah, Laura, thank you so much for the amazing insights. It was you're really welcome. a pleasure to have you in the, in the podcast. And uh, we definitely stay tuned what uh, you're up to in the next couple of years. Yeah, I will. And thank you so much. I'm very grateful that you invited me for this super nice uh, conversation. Always. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the 3-1 podcast again. I really found it a very special episode with many cool topics about creativity, about art, about how to become an artist and when to call yourself an artist. And one quote that she said was really standing out for me. And she said, when you are grounded, you are in a position of endless possibilities. And I think this is so true in so many different aspects of life. And I think sometimes we forget being grounded and we forget to ground ourselves uh, because we are busy with life, we're busy with social media, with all those kind of things that are externally uh, coming to us. And I think this is maybe a good reminder to stay off social media for a while, to relax a little bit and to ground yourself in the moment where you are currently. So if you like this episode, don't forget to share it with someone who might also like it. Don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And we are back in two weeks with another beautiful and very creative episode of the 301 podcast. Stay tuned. Yours truly, Marcus 